All right, everybody. This is Mr. Pole Jingles. It is September 7th, 2020. I am in Independence, Missouri um, at some sort of church, uh, which is appropriate because on my way out here, I was following a completely black truck with like dualies and its uh, license plate said horror. And I followed that guy all the way here. And I was probably going to skip this disc golf course if he would have turned in here because I was a little bit nervous. He looked like he, uh, I don't know, who would have horror as their license plate? I really ask you that right now. My thoughts were as probably, maybe Stephen King is like tooling around Independence, Missouri, Kansas City, Missouri, maybe today. I don't see him driving a truck for some reason, though. So anyway, the truck was a little bit reminiscent. It was big and black and had tinted windows. So maybe Dracula was in there or something. I don't know. But at any rate, um, I have never played this course before. It looks like some guys are going to squeeze in right before me. I'm sitting next to the practice basket. I'm in my car right now. Um, Which are Innova disc catcher baskets is what they have. Um, It's a short course. I don't think that I haven't, I'll, I'll let you know more information as I find it. Um, it's a, a kind of partly cloudy day. It is in the mid seventies. Um, this is pretty much the, uh, unofficial end of summer because it is Labor Day. Today is Labor Day and it is going to drop precipitously, um, temperature wise. I am in a visitor parking and I'm staring at a praying mantis. That's pretty appropriate. He's at a church. Epic Church, I believe it's called. I do not know. Um, I don't know if it's like one of those new kind of churches. The church itself doesn't look all that new, so I don't know. Um, don't know much about that, but there's a praying mantis on the visitor sign, which I parked at on some sort of flower. So anyway, I'm going to check out the first basket. looks like some guys have squeezed in in front of me, which is fine. I'm going to take my time. I think the first hole is fairly short. All the holes look kind of short. Like, I think it was 159. So um, should be some good birdies. I uh, just saw the guy tee off. He pretty much just flicked it out there. Um, yeah, we'll see how things go. I'm going to get some putts in, and then I will start playing. All right, so I just played hole number one. Hole number one has, um, they've got these mats down that are basically the tee pads, which I guess are better than dirt. They've nailed them down with screws. I guess they've screwed them down. Um, they're not very long, so there's probably only, I would say they're maybe five and a half feet long or something like that. So you kind of almost have to start off the thing. They don't, they don't grip really all that well. I did talk to a couple of guys that had just gotten done with the round and they warned me that there was a lot of goose poop around. Um, so be on the lookout for that. There are a lot more disc golfers out here than I would have thought. I was kind of thinking that this would be kind of a course where, um, you know, nobody would play or something like that, but um, they are. So uh, I did see, they also warned me that it gets a little swampy out here. I can t- I'm on the tee pad for number two and there is some standing water there. So that's pretty gross. Um, hole number two is basically, looks like it's about 200 and some odd feet straight away, very open. I didn't stretch very well before I went. I started talking to those guys and then I just felt like I needed to tee off. 
because I was worried that somebody's going to get behind me. Um, and so I haven't been throwing very well and my back gets a little bit tight. So I ended up parring it. So whatever. Um, hopefully I can get a birdie here on hole number two. It's very doable. It's very much an ace run. Um, the problem is going to be almost not overthrowing it. So here we go. Hole number two at, um, elite church disc golf course, the North campus. All right, so I've made it up to hole number four. I parred hole number two. Uh, still hadn't gotten my back issues worked out, but I did birdie hole number three. Hole number three was another wide open shot. Looks like you played from where there's like some sort of dog run. I guess that's if you wanted to bring your dog to church, which seems kind of weird. Um, so I got a birdie on hole number three. I'm up to hole number four. I will say um, that this epic course, it's not really epic, <laughs> but um, they do have, it seems like, two tee pads for each hole, which is nice if you're going to bring the kids. They could play the short holes and you can play the long distance ones. Long distance being kind of in air quotes because that hole number three, I think, was 225 from the long tee. So um, not very long course. Uh, I put my hat off to them. Um, it looks like hole number four is about the same distance. Um, there are a, a, a row of oak trees right here. There's three big oak trees. So if you were going to go straight at it, you'd have to play a really, um, you'd have to have a frozen rope basically because the leaves do go all the way down to about the height of the um, top of the basket. So I'm going to try and, I guess, hyzer it in. I've been playing essentially with my buzz off the drive off of everything i'm going to continue with that i think i wish that it would be more of a hyzer in on this i hope it doesn't straighten out too much so i'm going to try and put a little bit of an angle on it and hopefully i can get uh, another birdie maybe you can get a birdie train going so here we go labor day at epic north campus disc golf course in independence missouri All right, so I'm up to hole number six. On hole number four, I actually hyzered it too much and ended up in the parking lot. I'm not gonna call that out of bounds because this is in the tournament. Um, I almost got the birdie from the parking lot. And then on hole number five, hole number five is super, super short. I think it was like 115 feet or something like that. You're playing basically back towards the church. Um, and I birdied that, I guess, if it was really a hole. If it was a uh, par three, it probably isn't. It's probably more of a par two. Um, but I'm up to hole number six. Hole number six, you have to cross the street from the church. And there is a field that appears they purchased that has some athletic equipment, like a solitary pipes for maybe a goal for soccer. I can't quite tell. It's got a lonely basketball net thing going on. Maybe a softball field or something like that down a ways. I can't quite tell what that is. There's some yellow things on top of a fence. Um, I'm not quite sure what's going on there. Anyway, hole number six is a little bit longer of a hole. I'd say it's back up to about the 225, 230 distance. Um, still not going to break out a driver yet. I'm still going to go with the buzz. Um, 
yeah, that's what I'm going to do. So I'm up to hole number six and hopefully I will do well. Shoot, I totally forgot. Uh, so I found my first trash can on uh, the course over by hole number five. It basically is just to the right of hole number five. And so I played that age-old game that Treesbane and I like to do, what's in the trash? And I will be happy to say that although it is on church grounds, there was plenty, plenty, plenty of beer cans in there. So I don't know if that's a reflection on the church, a reflection on independence, or a reflection on disc golfers in general. I'd probably think the latter. But at any rate, uh, if you're curious about where Treesbane is, I, I think he's sleeping probably. Um, while it's Labor Day for most of us and have a day off, he is busy cooking, doing his business. Um, I will report that Treesbane got his wagon out and sold out of food at the Lenexa Farmer's Market last Saturday. So if you are a local and you want to meet Treesbane in the flesh, go look for a food cart in um, Lenexa, Kansas and say, just yell out Treesbane and see if his ears perk up. Um, yeah, we'll see what happens. All right, hole number six, straight away, open field shot. You got um, some asphalt on your right with some um, fire hydrants, uh, but the hole is straight away, so it is an ace run. All right, so I'm feeling pretty good now. Uh, on hole number six and hole number seven, uh, I did get back-to-back -back birdies. Um, both of them were over 200 feet, so I'm gonna call them par threes. Although probably Paul Macbeth would probably say that they're par ones or something like that, but they're not very, this isn't the most challenging course to be sure. I did throw my first fairway driver on hole number seven. It was slightly uphill um, and I put, I don't know, probably 80% power behind it. Um, it's hard to really get a lot of power. Uh, you're not very sure on your footing um, on these mats. They're okay. Um, they might be better without any shoes on, to be honest. Um, yeah, I'm up to hole number eight. Hole number eight hugs some street. Um, and it's right next to a target. Um, so you have a lot of out of bounds on your left. Uh, it appears to be about 225 or so, something like that. I'm going to go ahead and stick with the TL3 fairway driver um, just because it, it did me good. So um, I'm going to try and play it out to the right because there are some trees behind there that you might get in trouble with. Um, maybe there's some discs in there. So anyway, uh, hole number eight. Here we go. All right, so my streak of birdies in a row ends at three. Uh, I did not get a birdie on hole number nine. I did get one on hole number eight, in case I didn't mention that. I went ahead and threw my fairway driver and actually overthrew the hole, but I was lined up right where I was only within, I don't know, 15 feet of it, something like that. Um, hole number nine was a really short hole, um, probably only 158 feet. I tried to go with a putter as a downhill shot. Um, but there are some trees in the way. There's a little bit of an opening. I was kind of hoping to hit that. And I actually almost hit the birdie putt. It was about 45, 50 feet, something like that. Um, hit the top of the um, disc catcher uh, ring, whatever you want to call it. Hit the chains and then fell out. So 
back to a par on that one. Um, one thing you won't find here is very much graffiti, which I kind of opened a can of worms earlier by posting a picture um, uh, on the Instagram or whatever, on one of the social meds. And man, people are angry about graffiti. I don't get it. Um, I guess I just, I don't know, maybe I'm a little bit more laid back, but graffiti does not make me that mad. Um, so I don't know. I have gotten up to, I mentioned earlier, some sort of yellow fencing thing. I think what it is is a kickball field. So that's kind of cool. There's two kickball fields here. And then the yellow fencing, I guess, is a home run. Um, either that or maybe it's a t-ball type thing. It's hard to tell, but you can see the base pass. It's very similar to um, if you were to go out to the Kauffman Stadium and the little kids area, the little K. It's kind of like that, except it's open. Um, so yeah, might get, well, maybe the kickball field might be too small. Maybe it's a t-ball. Anyway, I'm up to hole number 10, and hole number 10 um, is in, I guess it would be extreme left field uh, of that first kickball field. Um, it's guys that would be in the stand, so to speak. And there's our second, I've seen our second trash can. Let's see if we'll do a report after this to see how many uh, cans of beer. I think I saw a space camper was predominant in the last one. Um, and I will give you a report on what else I see. Uh, hole number 10 is fairly short. It looks like it's probably, um, oh gosh, 120, something like that. You can't actually see the basket from the tee pad, from the long pad, uh, because there's a row of brush here. So you don't want to hyzer it in too much or else you'll end up in that brush. So the best thing to do would be kind of aim for that trash can just a little to the left of it, which is what I'll try and do. All right, so that little orphan Annie was completely wrong. The sun's not going to come out tomorrow. It came out today. <laughs> oh, the sun will come out. You know that song? Okay. Anyway, uh, hold number. It's starting to get a little sultry out there. For whatever reason, I decided to wear corduroys out here. I wasn't sure if um, it was going to be kind of buggy, so I wanted to not get so many bugs on me. So, hole number 10, birdie. Hole number 11, birdie. I gotta say, it's not the most challenging course in the entire world. Um, there was a trash can. I forgot. I failed to look into the trash can. I apologize. I was pretty excited about that shot. Uh, it might have been the hardest shot on the course so far on hole number 10, um, just because you couldn't see the basket. I almost aced it. Um, that's not a humble brag or anything like that. It's just, a, it's just that's how easy the course is. Hole number 12 is a little curious. Um, the tee pad is actually on a slope, so you're kind of going downhill very short. I think this is under 100 feet. I'll have to consult the UDISC app. Um, and it's off to the left, so you kind of have to put something high into the air, I suppose, and then have it hook back in. So I'll probably go with some sort of driver and then only put like 20 or 30 percent power behind it. Um, and hopefully it'll kind of hook in there. Um, and we'll see. There's like some sort of cherry tree in the way. Um, if you're playing from there, yeah, you, you really don't have a straight line at it. So this is a little bit more of a challenge. The youth hole is only probably about 25 feet in front of the um, other pad. So, um, yeah, but we are in the woods just a little bit. So this is a change of pace for um, Epic Disc Golf Course. Uh, I think a few podcasts a, a while back, um, I was complaining about how we're losing disc golf holes in Kansas City. Well, 2020 might be the year of COVID, but we have gotten a lot of disc golf holes put in. So 
we had Swope put in, we've had um, Birdland put back in, we got this new Epic course. There's another course at Howard Park, I think, in Independence. So there's lots of opportunities to explore some new locations. So that's great. Anyway, hole number 12, here I go. Oh, by the way, I didn't hit three birdies in a row. I hit four birdies in a row. I don't know what I was thinking. I wasn't counting hole number five for some reason, but yeah, it was four in a row. So now four in a row, then a par, and then two in a row. And so hopefully I'll get another birdie here on hole number 12. Wish me luck. All right, holes number 12 and 13, birdie and birdie. So um, the trees haven't stopped Mr. Pole Jangles. Uh, hole number 14 might. Um, both hole, I guess hole number 12 was a little over, I think it was 147 feet. Um, I did park that one fairly easily. Um, hole number 13 was like it had a narrow gap, um, probably only like about 12 feet wide. Uh, slightly downhill shot, very short. Um, so you could get into trouble there. You could potentially par it, but um, yeah. So up to hole number 14. Hole number 14 is a little more interesting. Uh, it's, you can't see the hole again. Um, it's probably not an ace run, which is a change in pace for a lot of these. Um, there is some sort of campfire thing where I guess maybe they have a, like a retreat of sorts. I'm going to throw my driver, not because of the distance, because I want to have a flat throw that I can hopefully skip up to the basket. There is a hole there. It's pretty narrow. It's ill-advised that you're throwing right at some benches. <laughs> um, but, you know, let Epic do what Epic wants to do. Um, I think it's only probably about 160 feet or something like that. Uh, there is potential for getting a par on this one. Um, I guess you could potentially bogey it if you threw right into the trees that are right in front of me. But anyway, um, I'm going to go ahead and I got some guys behind me. I think they're about three holes back, but I am going to try and speed up just a little bit so that I don't uh, slow them down. All right, how the mighty have fallen. Uh, so don't get cocky on uh, Epic Disc Golf Course because it'll humble you when you get to Amen Corner, I suppose. <laughs> uh, hole number 14 and 15. 14, I did have a birdie look, um, but I didn't miss my shot, so I ended up with a par. But 15, oh my gosh. It is like you just start off in jail. There are, um, you start at the bottom of the hill, not very far throw, but there is probably... 20 to 30 of those wispy little trees so you don't really have very many options on a line so i tried my line and my line hit one of those wispy trees and kicked it off and then i hit another damn wisp wispy tree uh and then i hit another one so yeah a little tough hole number 16 uh maybe this is the forgiveness hole it looks like it's about 57 feet um i feel well maybe it's more than that i'd say it's not quite the distance between second base and home in baseball on a major league field, but it's probably further than the mound to the home plate. So I'm guessing 75 feet. Um, there are some trees in the way. So if you can hit this little itty bitty window, um, probably the best thing for a right-handed player would be to do a little bit of a, just a forehand flip. Um, and I'm going to try that with my buzz. 
Um, I just need to get between these two limbs around this one tree and I should have an easy two. Uh, I don't think I can do the forehand ace. That'd be kind of funny if the first ace I really got was with a forehand since I throw that like 5% of my shots. So um, I guess wish me luck. Hole number 16 here at Epic Church Disc Golf Course in Independence, Missouri. All right, so I'm up to hole number 18. I parred 16 and 17, which is fine. Um, there's chances at birdies, but probably more likely than not, I've hit pars on most of the times I played through it. Hole number 18 looks like it's about, uh, it's back into the wide open. Hole 16 and 17, we're back in the trees. I will say there's a lot of trash on this course. Um, people do not seem to want to pick up all of their stuff, or maybe we're near a dump. I have no idea. Uh, maybe kids sneak back here and then just leave all their stuff. Um, yeah, at any rate, um, hole number 18, back in the wide open. It's protected, I suppose, by four. I wouldn't say that they're majestic. Uh, they're medium-sized oaks. Um, and that's sitting right in the middle. So it is an ace run of sorts. I guess I will just go ahead and play my TL3. It should give me the easily enough distance and maybe I can hit it flat enough and I can get an ace to finish off this round here at the the epic church disc golf course um interestingly enough some of the uh holes were red and some were yellow not quite sure what that signifies uh maybe they bought maybe they had an originally a, a nine hole course and then they decided to expand it to nine more holes I believe that there is another course on the south side of I-70 uh for this epic church um, it only had a half uh, a star review on Disc Golf Course Review. So I elected to go to this one, which had a three star review on that one. And I think that's probably appropriate. You can get some good um, uh, work in, I guess, field work, if you will, um, on, you know, doing your upshots. That's probably what this one's good for. Not going not gonna to be working on your drives too much, but uh, there's a few, I guess, that you could work on. Uh, mid-range drives. So anyway, the sun is coming out. I'm getting really hot, so I need to get in some air conditioning. Forgot to bring any water. Foolish me. Anyway, here's hole number 18. Wish me luck. All right, so finished up my round. Got hole number 18 done. Uh, I left a little bit. I left the skimmer leak a little bit um missed a fairly easy um birdie shot i basically overthrew the hole by about i don't know 15 feet or something like that it was on slightly a little bit of a knoll and so i was a little not quite steady so i had to do kind of a oh what do you call it whenever you spread your feet you couldn't do a push off putt so i had to kind of do the where you spread your feet i don't know what the hell it's called uh it'll come to me in a bit um because I had to go around the tree, uh, and I missed it. Um, and so I got a par. So I got a par on 16, 17, and 18. Still, I ended up with seven under, uh, if you're calling all of these par threes, which I think you'd be pretty hard-pressed to do it. Um, just so you know, on the praying mantis front, he has not moved. He is still praying. He's still observing. Uh, I don't know. Maybe he's been there since Sunday. It is Monday. Um, he could go 
I don't know if it's a he or a she, maybe it's a she and she's just kind of praying for a he to come along and eat his head off or something like that. Um, I should probably get a picture of that just so you guys can really enjoy that. Um, yeah, overall, the, the course is not going to be up to the... Ca- I mean, most people are probably be like, eh, if it's in my backyard, I guess I'll play it. But I drove a half an hour to get here. I don't foresee myself doing that again. Um, there is a chance, I guess, I might bring Treesbane out there, I guess. Maybe I'd bring Blu-ray out here if we're both feeling down because we got beat up by a course and we wanted to get some birdies. Um, this would be a good course to do it. So... At any rate, you know, it's fine. It's a good place to work on your mid-range stuff, but uh, I think that's about it. So, um, epic disc golf course, or whatever you're calling yourself, you're not very epic, but that's fine. Um, To each their own. It is a very good course if you are somebody who's looking to get into disc golf, and you have the starter three-pack. I think that three discs would easily be fine on this course. You don't need a whole heck of a lot more than that. You could probably get away with a mid-range um, on the whole thing. So if you're that type, or if you want to take your kids, this is a, since it has, um, alternate tee pads on every single hole for the youth, um, that's a good way to have a family around. So, um, I'm not going to throw too much shade on this course. It is what it is. That's what it is. If that's what you're doing, enjoy it. Um, so anyway, keep making those chains guys. I will see you later. Adios. Bye. Oh, thank you.